This week, Comics in Motion has an excellent offer exclusively for our listeners. TKO Comics is revolutionizing the comic industry. They have creator-owned series from heavy hitters like Garth Ennis, Jeff Lemire, Joshua Desart, Roxanne Gay, and many more. If you go to tkopresents.com slash discount slash motion20 and use the code motion20 at checkout, you'll receive a 20% discount exclusively for Comics in Motion listeners. That's tkopresent.com slash discount slash motion20 and use the promo code motion20. Happy reading. Welcome to another episode of What's the Topic. I'm your host as always, Matt, better known as Just Reviews. And with me as always is my co-host, Luke. How's it going? We've got a bit of housekeeping to do, first of all. We made a mistake on last week's podcast. It hit me whilst, about, probably about midnight, about a week ago. <laughs> Sleepless night. Yeah, it kept me up. You know, we were talking about uh, castings and who should have been what, and we spoke about Jack Nicholson. Ah, yes. Bit, who was it going to be in The Godfather? And your reasoning apparently was um, he didn't want to play an Italian-American, and we both agreed, well, that's ridiculous. Because of his bastard. Because he was in The Bastard. He doesn't play an Italian American. He plays an Irish American, doesn't he? Ah, of course he does. <laughs> he don't play. Yeah. yeah. And then I realised our incredible error because we were slating Jack Nicholson. Where's the, the film set in Boston, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We fucked that one up. Yeah, and he is Irish American, I think. Jack yeah. Nicholson. So, yeah, he is. Yeah. I, if I almost remember rightly, there's a scene in the bar and there's that Irish music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot on. Yeah. So yeah, even though we caned him for a few minutes, for about five or so minutes, <laughs> about how he's a fucking hypocrite. How did you? Know, how did, did it occur to you? Did someone comment on you? No, no, it just hit me. Okay. Just hit me. But and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll just completely take the podcast down or put a tweet out. And then I thought, nah, nah, got me asked. Just own your mistakes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So we, we've been completely found out because we were both wrong. They're frauds. Just, we know nothing about films. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing <laughs> at all. So yeah, Jan Nicholson, Irish-American, Italian-American. Uh, in today's podcast, there's only a few bits of news. There's some big news, but there's only a few little tidbits. And then we're going to talk more, instead of like uh, just talking about something in general like castings or sequels, we're going to do more of a like, think piece and talk about just cinema in general and where it's going. It's going to get deep. Yes, and get very deep. So, buckle up and get ready. <laughs> uh, so let, let's talk about uh, the news first of all. So the first little bit of news I've got is Tenet. It's reached three hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide. It's made forty five million dollars at the American box office, which is terrible. That's appalling. Yeah. And it's uh, well, apparently it was go- it was meant to go on a twelve week run. It's now through six weeks. And it didn't even finish number one at the box office in America this week. Which did? Uh, Disney re-released Hocus Pocus. Oh, really? And that made about 2.5 million, something around that. Okay. around that. So, Tenet isn't even being beaten by... I can't believe Tenet came out by. six weeks ago. It feels like it's been out for a decade. Uh, yeah, would it? it came out end of August, didn't it? Yeah. And when we're now, what, start of October? Yes, yeah, so it's about six weeks ago. It feels like it's been out for ages, isn't it? I feel like the only fucking film about to talk about for yeah. the last twenty twenty. Like, I don't know if if America got it maybe a week late or so. Yeah, yeah, but they're just in in England, UK. They've done twenty odd mil, which is madness that it's that close to the American box office because that's where you gotta make all your money. Yeah, and this film was supposed to to break even needed five hundred million. Just not gonna make that. Was it released in China? It's a good question. I don't think it was. Because I don't think it was. I think I they've think got a rule was. about length of films and stuff out there as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they do. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I'm pretty sure they do. They have to cut like loads of shit down in like really lengthy films. Oh, really? I think, yeah. Well, it's, uh, no, it was released. It was released. It was released in China. It was released. That is strange. Yeah, so it's, well, it's not surprising. No. Especially because the film is obviously quite uh, divisive. In yeah. sort of what it is. Word of mouth did not help this movie yeah, at all. Especially, yeah. you want people going to cinema and they've got this film coming out that's mm. like, oh, well, maybe I won't. Yeah. Like when you hear it's out. not really worth it, why yeah. are you going to go out? And, I think yeah. it's like, it was like, like Avengers that probably would have done okay because people would go and see it. Yeah. But for this, yeah, it is what it is. And it's not good for Christopher Nolan because he's getting paid. He, a large chunk of his payment is based on first dollar gross, which is every dollar over... Um, to make a profit, he gets a, a nice cut, twenty percent. Uh, 
so he's not going to make much money out of this film. Well, it might not be good for Christopher Nolan, but it's not good for me either, because now, because of how shit Tenet's done, no other studio is going to take the gamble and release any movies anytime soon, so... Well, yeah, of course, which is... We're all losing, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, now they've all seen this, like, and we spoke about last week, like, I think it was Sony, they're saying well, we're not going to do any films yeah. until this is all blown over. Probably the smart move when you actually think about it. Like, yeah. Why would you? Yeah. yeah. It's sinking millions of dollars into these films. Why Why take the risk? Yeah. Um, there's been a uh, a stunt performer who was on Justice League who's spoken about a Atlantean versus Parademon scene that was cut from the film because it was too violent. Uh, Joss Whedon obviously cut it. So they're saying that it might be in this now. Do we need another scene where uh, Steppenwolf is his name, isn't it? Steppenwolf and Parademons fight. Not really. Fight a load of people. They fight the Amazonians in that fantastic scene. (laughs) CG is so bad in that scene. Yeah, that's terrible. I think that's where it's probably the worst point in the film. And that's when Steppenwolf first is introduced as well, isn't it? Yeah fucking such a bad scene that is because they superimpose him basically like the new design over him because uh it was revealed in the snyder trailer isn't it yeah the original uh look of the character it's in that scene in the amazonian so so yeah obviously they superimpose him and he looks awful yeah he looks pretty terrible in final battle i mean he looks terrible all through to be honest so would do these parademons fight the atlanteans underwater yeah apparently filmed it in our uh, iceland interesting uh i mean don't need to see it though don't need to see it i can imagine it getting cut anyway because yeah. why do you need another scene where they all fight again i'm not particularly fussed or invested in the whole atlantean things and the whole justice i don't i didn't particularly rate aquaman i didn't think no. aquaman was a great film like it didn't do anything for me because this would have been filmed before that even came out yeah yeah so it would have been setting the groundwork in probably a Zack snyder wasn't well. there loads of like leaked set photos at the time before Justice League came out of um, Willem Dafoe's character. Yeah, he was going to be in it. There was loads of like stuff of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got cut completely. Yeah. Was his name? I don't know. Funny enough, he's actually one of the few characters in Ackman I like. I like him and I also like... Um, oh, villain. What's the villain? Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson's character. Plays Ocean Master. Yeah, Ocean Master. I like Ocean Master as well. But. Ocean Master's good, yeah. I mean, I don't need to see. It. Yeah, I don't need to see this scene. It, it doesn't really but... matter. But it just seems like anyone who was in this film who got cut is now coming out and yeah. seeing if they can get a little bit of fan support yeah. behind them. Yeah. You know, and so then then maybe they'll put it in. And be like, oh, okay, he's got me. I'm in the film. I don't need any more Amazonian stuff. I don't need any more Atlantean stuff. I just need more Batfleck and Superman. Yeah, you, That's don't, all need, I want. you don't need loads of scenes uh, of action scenes of them fighting one of the groups it's just like you just need one yeah in, in in films usually so yeah uh there's a rumor that kevin feige is going to give ryan reynolds the biggest deal for any actor in marvel to star in deadpool 3 and future marvel films really i can't see it's being true i haven't read this i haven't even heard this it's so. a, i think it's a real big rumor like, nah. it's, that is no, no way he's not going to give him the biggest deal because Robert Downey Jr. was paid basically the world to be in yeah. the last two Avengers films Ryan Reynolds is not becoming the MCU's new Robert Downey Jr. no but he's marketable and I think they are thinking that maybe they do need someone who's, who's hot right now and he he's is right. <laughs> he's so hot right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's you know he's got a lot of fan support at the moment Yeah, his films are doing quite well like Hitman's Bodyguard. I know it's not a good film, but it did well because Ryan Reynolds sells films. Yeah, which is crazy to think because like pre Deadpool, his career looked pretty done. Yeah, he did our uh, was it R.I.P.D. one of the biggest box office flops ever. Haven't seen it. A few years before that, did Green Lantern. Of course. Again, I think those are both top ten biggest flops ever. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, he did. He did loads. And so it looked like he was like kind of he was done, and then Deadpool's changed all that for him. You know when you see someone and you just think you were born to play this character, like he was born to play Deadpool, yeah, wasn't he? Like he was. That was, it's his cat, and he lo- he loves the character, and yeah. it's. It, I think he wrote the second one, didn't he? Did he? I think he wrote it. Well, like with uh, something Reese and Paul Vernick, whatever their yeah, names yeah, are. Yeah. I think he wrote it with them because I know he produced both films. He, Wicked. He, so it's cool to have an actor who's like that close character 
But I, I don't know. I think they will offer him a big deal. Because... Oh, go on, sorry, go on. No, just because, he, like, like I say, he's marketable. They need someone to be a big face of the actual MCU now, don't they? If you think about it, like, there's no one who's got, like, a big sort of social media following who's got everyone kind of listening to every word. And he's kind of their guy. I, st- I still just don't know where he fits in. I t- I'm still struggling. I, I just... I've, I've been trying. I thought I thought it over in my head so many times. And I just don't know quite know like how they fit him into the MCU. I don't think you have to fit him in, do you? Properly, Deadpool Deadpool three can be its own thing, and then he can he can just pop up every now and again. And I think it's more like he he has more cameo role cameo roles in films, apart from maybe say like a Spider Man film. Be the new Nick Fury. Kind of, yeah, kind of in that sense. That could be quite a funny joke, actually, if they, like, kill Nick Fury off or they go their different way with Nick Fury and he becomes the new, like, putting together a team sort of thing. Like, that could be quite funny, you know? I mean, I think, yeah, like I say, like, most films, he won't ever be in, like, it'll be, like, a two, three-minute side thing. Like, kind of, like, say, when Thor meets Doctor Strange before Ragnarok. Yeah. It's just, like, little comedy. Yeah, don't worry, it'd be great, but once again, there's a whole continuity issue with the fact that, like, you've seen him at Xavier's school and stuff in the Deadpool films. That don't make sense. Yeah, but it? Deadpool doesn't need to. Like continuity-wise, De- luckily Deadpool can just work. That is the joke because he even uh, acknowledges the continuity in his own films mm. that they don't work. Yeah. So actually, I guess it probably doesn't matter as much. I think they're more careful when he interacts with more of the core cast of characters. I'm not sure Feige would. I feel like Feige is all about continuity. Everything. Yeah, I don't to... know. I think he's more about he understands what makes characters work. I think if you have Deadpool 3 is its own continuity and can do what it likes, but when if he wants to appear in a Captain Marvel film, then he's he's got to be in the in the continuity of the MCU. I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, well, fair enough. No, I'd love, I'd love, I'd, I love, I'd love him to be in it, but I'm just not sure if it's gonna. Uh, yeah, I, I think know. they'll get him back. They'll get him back. They have to because yeah. of how much money the character makes, and mm. like you said, like Ryan Reynolds is such a big face. Like, but I'm not sure, mate. Uh, Spider-Man is to continue filming in the fall this year. Yeah, boy. Uh, and then obviously the biggest bit of news was Jamie Foxx is going to return as Electro. My guy. <laughs> which is bizarre. It's bizarre, isn't it? It is. I couldn't believe it when I read that last week. But like, everyone's going mad. And then, because at first I didn't really connect the dots. But I was like, who really cares? Is that really a character you we've all been desperate to see come back no not really wasn't that good in it the film's rubbish maybe Spider-Man 2 but then I worked out it's like now they're saying it's more of a Spider-Verse it's going to be isn't it? without yeah. a doubt without a shadow of a doubt all, all the everything's starting to add up now even the title Far From Home you know he's going to be in a different like multiverse or a different dimension like it, it's bound to happen isn't it yeah so now it's because now you've got to see J.K. Simmons yeah, it's Jake Jones there you go. That was the, that was the first that was the first little yeah. hint as well, wasn't it? Like, what's going on with that? Like, so yeah, it's it's. So are we then saying? Are we then saying that J.K. Simmons' character is this world's Earth? Was it two? What, what's what's what was the name of our Earth in the Marvel universe? Wait, it's our Earth. It's not six one six, is it? Six one or seven something. I can't remember. But are we saying that that J.K. Simmons that we saw? At the end of Far From Home is our. I am right, 616. 616, right? Yeah. So that J.K. Simmons is our J. John Jameson, and Tobey Maguire's J. John Jameson is from a different multiverse. That's the idea, where. That's what people are saying. It's yeah, cool, isn't it? Yeah, it will, yeah, it definitely would be cool. And maybe we'll see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield rock up. I think, I think if they bring an Electro, then yeah, that's going to happen. Mm. It's going to happen. They're saying he'll have a different look and everything, but. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. It's got me more excited because, like, at the end of the day, who cares about that character? Who cares about the actor who played him in that film? Like, it was. It's the worst Spider-Man film made, yeah. in my opinion. It's even worse than Spider-Man Three. But yeah, if, if they're going to do a Spider-Verse, then why not? Jamie Foxx is a good actor. So Jamie Foxx is a great actor. So maybe they can give yeah. him something a bit better to work with. Jamie Foxx wouldn't come back if the script wasn't good. Unless they were doing an interesting thing with the character, there's no way he'd reprise the role, which literally everyone slated, unless they had something good to do with it. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I don't think he's doing much at the moment, is he? No, you're right. There's no reason. He's in that film, Power. Was it Power? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Let's have a look, Power. I haven't seen it. 
uh, no, I watched first 10 minutes and then I thought, I'll watch this another time. And I never did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to say the least. It's, it's Project Power. Project Power, yeah. Power is a TV show, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah it, it's... Uh... So, so, I'm, so obviously this is going to be introducing different multiverses and mm. stuff. And then I was thinking to myself as well earlier that this the multiverse is going to be the big big thing of this phase four and phase five isn't yeah, it like i think this is where yeah. we're going with it all now bringing in kang as well and all that yeah, sort of stuff doctor strange multiverse and, of madness exactly yeah. and even for love and thunder female four jane foster is going to be four from another mm-hmm. universe isn't she she's bound to be and then you've got obviously say like uh wandavision which yeah i think they're introducing they slowly over the years introduced these more complex stories more comic book stories into the mcu to see how people deal with it and it, as it, as the years go it's getting more and more complex and they're starting to realize yeah people get it do you know what i mean like this i mean it's 12 years since this uh franchise started so i guess i kind of said if you're either in or you're out at this point it's kind of is what it is yeah so i mean i'd love to see all that you know it's getting more comic booky and I'm buzzing those stories those stories i really enjoy i want electro to come back yellow though i think he will i think i don't want to see a blue electro with a hood up it's mm. not feeling that what did we get in the first one shocker was it shocker we got two wait shockers. in the newest spider-man yeah 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 we got shocker two shockers didn't we we did we got vulture and we also got the tinkerer yeah 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 but they're kind of background aren't they yeah got vultures Man, isn't he? I yeah. liked I liked towards the end when he was wearing like the yellow the yellow shocker suit not like the full on suit but like had vibes of the yellow comic yeah, book yeah, suit yeah. I thought that was really cool it is weird like MCU they either go all out or they just don't really do it properly yeah it is strange that yeah uh, so yeah it, it, it'll be cool to see a multiverse kind of thing maybe we will get Spider-Verse or maybe they'll yeah. save it for maybe one more film we're definitely going to get a Garfield you think, and Maguire you, you think Far From Home's going to be the Spider-Verse film do you know? Uh, I guess you can't do Spider Verse. You can't call it Spider Verse because we just literally had a Spider Verse film, and that would be kind of confusing, I guess. But then, no, nah, you can't. Mean, what you mean the ne- the first Spider Man film? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that is going to be a Spider Verse film, or do you think it'll be its own thing then set up a Spider Verse film? Because I think it's be more set up. So I think there's still story threads to be. Yeah, I agree, but I just don't. I don't see how you cast. You cast yeah. Jamie Fox and you don't have it as a Spider-Verse film. Well, we don't know the size of his role as of yet. I Do guess. we know he's officially back as Electro? Uh, it looks pretty like... It looks pretty like... Jamie Fox did post something on Instagram about it. Um, cool. So, yeah, I, you know, that could be seen as he's just kind of having a laugh of it all or he is basically confirming it. I took it as he was confirming it and then he did a joke around about it. But I guess if you think, like, in the second Spider-Man film... was it called? Look at my DVDs. Yeah. Uh, it's Far From Home, isn't it? Second one's Far From Home. Second one's Far From Home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did we, I think First I feel, one's Homecoming. I feel like during this conversation we've called the third one Far From Home. What are we, what's the third one called? I don't know yet. I'm pretty sure it's not been said yet. Have they not announced the title? I'm pretty sure they haven't. Oh, then yeah, we fucked it because I said that. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you said Far From Home. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We keep fucking things up. We keep up. fucking things up. Yeah. We're not worthy of this podcast anymore. Yeah. Let's shut it all off now. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's been um, there's been loads of rumours, but it's obviously going to have like home in the title and all that sort mm. of stuff. Like, yeah. Should we move your mic a little bit there? I'm going to say. There we are. Thank you. You are turning more and more towards me. I'm just getting really comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Now you're really like you're like staring into myself. We're sitting on my bed doing this podcast. It's by the way, the most comfy podcast we've ever it done. Is quite really. comfortable, yeah. Really. Yeah. It's fantastic. We should do this more often. <laughs> yeah, we, should, we should. We probably shouldn't be in our in our pants and our dressing gowns. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, we'll see what the third one's called. It would be weird if they then just went, yeah, Spider Man, Spider Verse. Nah, no. Even way. though it's been going Homecoming, Far From Home, yeah. and then they're like, oh yeah, we ditched all kind of what we set up. But then Far From Home kind of does set up multiverses, even though Quinton Beck is lying about being from a multiverse. They still like sort of planted that seed yeah, and explained it, and yeah. I think that is that kind of way of MCU going. We'll put it out there, yeah. And if people get it, 
will continue. Yeah. They don't. You can just... Yeah. It doesn't matter. And regardless is that, even though he lied about being from a different dimension, a different... Like, a you know, another multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. know that there are multiverses out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, they all understood it. Yeah. And they said, okay, that makes perfect sense. We've been looking at that. And then... There's so many plot points that we still have to really touch upon, like, with regards to, like... So now you've got everyone thinks Spider-Man's a criminal, right? Yeah. You've got fucking Nick Fury doing this thing with the scrolls. Yeah. When the hell is that going to come up again? When I wonder what going? they've got. They must have something planned for the scrolls. They've got to. And then you've also got the whole... Um, um, what's the Ant-Man thing? What are they calling the... Um, you know what I'm talking about. No. The quantum realm. There we go. You've got the whole quantum realm thing that needs to be explained. Yeah. There's so much stuff which is... I hope everything... Oh, I just... I hope it all comes together really, really well, but I'm just... They've just done a film that made it all come together. You want it all to come no, together? No, 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 no. Not, I'm not talking about a Thanos-type level thing. There are so many... I feel like they've, they've, they've planted so many seeds and I just really hope that it all just evolves into a lovely big flower. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna upset you. It never ends. <laughs> yeah. Because then they just do something new. It, you're always waiting for the next bit and that's how they get you. And you've been a sucker and you've been drawn in. Well, you've been watching the films for as long as I have. You're into it just as much as me. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay, last bit of news, which is then going to... As you know, I like a good segue. or segue into our larger topic. Yes. But uh, James Bond has moved to April 2nd of next year, which is almost one whole year uh, delay from its original release So day. fucking annoying. And... Uh, so, well, it seems to be like a mixed response. Some are saying no release it to get people in the cinema and some are saying, well, yeah, fair enough. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, because over here, obviously, James Bond's huge for mm. UK. And I see a lot of places saying, oh, this could have saved cinema and they've kind of done the cinemas in. And I don't see it like that. No, it's not going to no, do no. well. Although it's frustrating, it's the smart thing to do. Yeah, and it's 100%. a shame. I mean, I'd like it to come out, but I don't think it'll do massively well so yeah it's a it's a massive shame uh and i, I we're just not going to get any new films nah it's done 2020 is done and yeah. this is anything decent going on uh just netflix streaming or and stuff like that. yeah there's like i mean there was a the wes and new wes anderson film which obviously i'd love to see that that'll come out maybe that'll move to something like streaming and those more smaller independent films yeah be interesting to see what happens in regards to Oscars, obviously nothing's been released. What's it going to be? Bloodshot is going to get nominated for Best Picture with <laughs> they're Vin gonna, Diesel. They're going to scrap it, aren't they? I mean, they have to. Yeah, just like they scrapped the Ballon d'Or with the football thing. They're going to scrap the Oscars, surely. We've got no fucking film. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't understand because it doesn't seem right to submit them to the Academy without no. them actually be. They have to have to get some sort of release. I'm sure there's a. They now have a uh, rule. It's going to be in a certain amount of cinemas and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, I think they'll just scrap them. Yeah. Or they give a nod to Vin Diesel as best actor <laughs> and wipe their whole hands. The best film of this year was... Um, Bad Boys 3? Absolutely not. Um, the Invisible Man. I, yeah, but I'll tell you what, Bad Boys 3 is up there. <laughs> that is the worry. I think Bad Boys 3 is the highest grossing film. Really? This this year. So oh, wow. It did about 400 million. Okay, cool. So Tanette's catching up with it. So what would be nominated for Best Picture right now? Uh, that is a really good question. It'd be Tanette. Yep, Tanette obviously would. Invisible Man. Yep. Bloodshot. <laughs> Bad Boys 3. New Mutants. There you go. Uh, what else come out? Um, The Five Bloods. Yeah, The Five Bloods. That's crap. Uh, yeah. There was that. You remember the? Do you remember the, the, the film that was called like The Babysitter? It was on Netflix. Ah, there was a sequel. Wasn't there was a sequel. Imagine The Babysitter nominated yeah. for Best Picture. And then McGee direct that. It'll be Best Director. Yeah. Let's have a little look on it. Let's have a look. Um, films. Twenty twenty. Let's see if we either, when we haven't. Uh, either Anola Holmes just came onto Netflix, didn't it? Yeah. So uh, Henry Cavill can get a nod for Best Supporting Actor. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what do film? little, do little. You know what film is coming out? And I don't think they've removed it yet. I bet, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, that one about the train. You know, you know the one about the um, the murder on that train. 
Oh, what? The kind of Frano direct? Yes. Oh, God. Um, Murder on the Orient Express. That's doing a sequel, yeah. Yes. They, they did release a trailer a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, they, they showed it before I, when I was watching Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. I was going to talk about it in the news on this podcast, and then I thought, you know what? I really don't care. Yeah. And I don't think Luke does. <laughs> they released that film called The Hunt as well, which I've been meaning to watch. Oh, that's the film that um, everyone got really annoyed about, didn't they? Yeah. It's kind of like Purge, right? Yeah, the, kind of like the synopsis says... Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. In the shadow of a dark internet conspiracy theory, ruthless elitists gather at a remote location to hunt humans for sport. But their master plan is about to be derailed when one of the hunted, Crystal, turns the tables on her pursuers. That sounds quite cool, doesn't it? Are the hunt paying you for that? <laughs> yeah. to, to, give that to give out that little synopsis. <laughs> like that. That was very good. Thanks. That was my posh voice. Yeah. It's got 56% good. on uh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. All I know is Glenn Howerton's in that from Always Sunny. Plays Dennis. Brilliant. So maybe I'll watch it for that reason. You got it, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, anyways, back to... yeah. I mean, it seems every week we talk about film delays and then they get delayed a little bit more yeah. and it's just the nature. Yeah. But what's going on right now, which is a real shame, but so let's talk about the wider topic. We're going to talk about cinema in general, kind of sort of what's happening to cinema and I think we will be a bit broader instead of just focusing on see what's happened with COVID because I think the signs of what was going to happen to cinema were always there and it's kind of like COVID just it sped it all up yeah yeah but I mean we both like going to cinema I mean I I can really see it next few years just films go straight to streaming yeah I agree I agree and it's so upsetting yeah unless you're a blockbuster but I think even there I think I, I think even they're in trouble, mate. You think? Yeah. yeah. I reckon five to ten years just might not even be a thing anymore. I think it might be just a simultaneous thing. Goes out on a strip, you know, you get Netflix, Prime, Apple TV, all these lot yeah. bidding for your film, and you do, you know, you do your cinema run, and then a couple of weeks later, like, you stick it on streaming, basically. I always say to people that, I always try to, I have always tried to encourage people to go and watch films at the cinema as opposed yeah, to streaming. But most people are all about convenience as opposed mm. to the actual theatrical experience i think like say like a film well what i was going to say is like i can see this happening basically when cinemas do reopen they're gonna just do all the blockbusters because i you know like when we went and saw tonet all the screens showed tonet well, tonet yeah and i think when they can come back and they need to make a lot of money they're all gonna say it show just Black Widow because yeah. that's the box office film yeah. that's what everyone's going to come in for they're not going to put The Lighthouse on on another screen you dare yeah <laughs> but why would they it's do true, though, why yeah. would they do that because you open up your screen for two hours and five people come in the door so what's the point why not just put Black Widow on when yeah. you're going to get 25 people uh, so now I think you'll see like films like that will just basically move straight to streaming and I think the Invisible Man is actually a really good uh, you know, point for it all is because that got released, didn't it? It did well. And then obviously COVID happened and kind of cut it short. But then they threw it straight on streaming. You had to buy it. And yeah. it did really well because everyone's like, oh, I heard that film was really good. I never got a chance to see it. I'll go buy it. Yeah. So I think it may just become the case of these smaller films do a two-week run and then they, go, they drum up that publicity, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you go on Prime, you can... Pay a tenner for a pay yeah. five or whatever. Yeah. And I think more people will watch it. I love going to watch like horror films and stuff like that at the cinema though, because I love that shock value. I love listening to how the audience mm. responds to things as well. Like, can you imagine? I know obviously this is a massive film, the biggest films of all time, but you know when we went to go at Endgame mm. and you, me and Ben were just literally just like buzzing yeah. our tits off. Can you imagine watching that? Yeah. And fucking streaming and not watching that in the cinema. Oh yeah imagine like yeah there's something to be said to going to a packed cinema and you know you take opening night yeah everyone's everyone's got all different emotions you know you end the film you're hearing people laugh you're all laughing together at the end of the film you know even people were like crying I cried yeah but it's like it's it's something (laughs) about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's like like, I, I love going to cinema and I always try and see a film first in the cinema and then from there I is like cliche but cinema kind of is an event and that's what it is but i think with how everything's going and how easy it is to consume media now 
And what's even what is even more annoying is I've got all these fucking Blu-rays in my room, and digital media is going to be gone soon as well. As in, like, uh, physical media, sorry. Phys- yeah, yeah. Ph- physical media will be a thing of the past oh, in yeah, a few yeah. years. And it's so infuriating. Yeah, you, you spent your money well on those 100 DVDs up there that are going to come... Com- well, who, which are basically completely obsolete. Don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Because that's my collection. They're all in alphabetical order, and that's how I like them. They are in all alphabetical order. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've done... Some wow. won't be, but there's a reason why they're not. But I'll I should have learned my alphabet. I would have noticed that <laughs> yeah. much quicker. Yeah. Like yeah. some aren't, so you've got the DC films which are together, which aren't up this quarter. But anyway, this is not this is unimportant. Yeah. But no, no, yeah. this is completely important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like yeah, well, I think what we'll see with cinema is basically yeah, it's gonna be what the big box office films, right? It's these two right at the moment. That's all my screens gonna show. Yeah. Oh, you've got a small film called Invisible Man, which is like incredible bit of cinema, which is which I think, you know, box office big box office films are cinema and like that is like the experience but then also there's something to be said for these smaller films that do encapsulate sort of yeah. emotions of everyone but they're going to move away because you know the manager of cinema is going to say well only Luke is going to come in and watch that you know only people are really keen about cinema and yeah. there's just not enough people I just hope studios like Blumhouse are able to keep ticking by yeah because obviously their their you know their business model is you know, spends little on the, these films, and then obviously they go theatrically and they fucking make loads of money, don't they? Like, yeah. Just really hope that they can continue ticking by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you say, like the Lighthouse. That's a film I would love to then see. In the that's cinema. Blumhouse, isn't it? Right. No, I don't think so. Have a look, look. That can't be Blumhouse. Surely not. That's far too artsy fancy for Blumhouse. Even though they do do some great independent films, I don't think. They would have made that. The Lighthouse was made by... No, it was A24. Ah, yeah, yeah. They're another another one, though. They're a great company, A24. Yeah, they they make the smaller, more independent films. Yeah, A24 are very They made Uncut Gems. They made Good Time as well. They also did Hereditary and Midsommar, Mm. which I think Hereditary is the best horror film of the past 20 years. Yeah, but those, those are the films that are going to suffer. You know what I mean? Like, those are the films. Such a shame. Yeah, they will now suffer. I think COVID's just sped up the process. But yeah. And I think it's shown these places a great marketing opportunity to just go, right, throw the film out, get some great um, word of mouth going, which gets people in the cinema, and then you quickly pull it away from them. Yeah. And while it's still, like, kind of on everyone's lips at the moment, everyone's, yeah, everyone's yeah. talking about it, go, right, it's on Amazon Prime, you pay six quid. Yeah. Go watch it, and yeah. then I think a lot of people go, "Oh, why not? Why not do that?" Yeah, and it's yeah, it's yeah, and I think yeah, cinemas will come thing of the past. I think box box big blockbuster films are safe for now. For now, yeah. yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens next year. Like you can have all this, more of a congested schedule. Yeah, this yeah. backlog of films. Yeah, and then suddenly all these films there's going to be like there's going to be films that are going to fail which shouldn't have failed. Yeah, and then it's then there's going to be all the next steps of these cinema, uh, these um, film companies that go. Well, what do we do now? We should say like say like something like Fast and Furious Nine, that might do quite badly now. Yeah, because it's been pushed back, and that needs a good long run to do well. That needs a six week yeah run where it's just smashing in the money every week. Yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. No film is going to get a long six week run next year. They're all going to give them, give them two weeks and then new film out, new film out, which is then going to kind of do you over. That's kind of like, say, like uh, Solo. That's why that failed. So that came out two weeks after Deadpool. Yeah. And then two weeks later, Avengers Infinity War came out. Yeah. Didn't get its long six weeks run. Well, 100%. Oh, man. I Sorry. It, yeah. It is annoying, isn't it? What's what's the name of the cinema? Is it Cineworld that just went bust? Yeah, so... No, it didn't go bust. No, 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 it didn't go bust. What's happened with it? They've just closed down. They've closed them down. They've just said... Uh, so Cineworld is a big chain in the yeah. UK. I think there's another one in the UK that's completely... But they've just said... Just, there's no point. You know, we're, we're showing films... I was watching the news last night and they were talking to people and they were just saying, like, you know, just like films like Rocky Balboa are on... And, yeah, Star Wars and all yeah, that Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like... It's, I, I, I was tempted 
to go see Empire Strikes Back. In the Every cinema. man, so was I. Yeah, because yeah. I thought, well, why not? I've never seen that film on the big screen. I did it in the end, and obviously I'm part of the problem now. <laughs> yeah, you've this. caused this, yeah. But how much are they ever going to bring in from, yeah. you know, there's probably each showing they're getting like four people in who are giving you... And I, I looked at it, but the prices are so cheap. So they're pretty much giving away, so it's like 20 quid. Yeah. You, you've made, say everyone buys like a drink, so four pound, you've made... I'd say five or a ticket, nine quid, nine times four is nine eight, thirty-six pound for two and yeah. quarter hours. You've made thirty-six quid. Yeah, and you've had to pay three people yeah. in that time. What you're making out of that? It's just a, it's just a complete waste of time. Hundred percent. But it's a shame because yeah, like we say, cinema is event. Uh, one of the, I think probably my best trip to the cinema was seeing Infinity War for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 because I always remember, I remember watching it. It's like 3D. And you fucking moaned so much for five minutes of that movie and I got the fucking earful because yeah, I put 3D. 3D. We do, mate, it was incredible. We were watching it in the IMAX in Leicester Square. It was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but I would suffer, you know, give me a massive mind grab. I never got over it. <laughs> I literally look over to you and you're like, you've taken your glasses <laughs> off and you're like, polishing them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I just nudge our other mate and we just like, he hates me right now. <laughs> like, I then got into it eventually. Because uh, at first the 3D was quite in your face and I was like, this is... I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, waited 10 years for this. <laughs> no, I fucked yeah. it. I'm blowing it for you, yeah. Blowing it all up. And then, yeah, that was good. I, I to, be, to be fair, I, I never... Just the ending of, of Infinity War when he snaps mm. and the audience reaction, like you can't replicate that anywhere. Yeah, just, like it was just you, you're sitting there with goosebumps, and at the end of the film, everyone gets up and fucking stuff. And mm. even us who were like, don't like it when people do that, we're like, bitch, easy, just yeah, you know, yeah, stay yeah. in your seat. But even we're on our feet going, like, fuck yeah, that was so good. Mm. Like, oh man, yeah, it's gonna be, it's not gonna be the same watching it on this bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Together, yeah. Like. Under the covers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tell you another good cinema experience we had. Uh, Force Awakens. Oh, incredible. Open uh, night, yeah. Yeah, one past 12 midnight. Yeah. Watched the very first showing. Yeah. And yeah, that, that was really good. Yeah, I, just... I was close to having a panic attack during that screen. Why? I don't, it, I don't know. I think I was just so overwhelmed, man. I was like, I had a really long day at work. <laughs> yeah, and like, I was just necking Red Bull, necking Red Bull. And then as soon as the opening crawl came up and it went, boom, <laughs> my heart was like, I remember I offered you a coffee and you said no because it's a warm drink and I put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I know what you would have had. You wouldn't have had a Red Bull. You would have like a monster energy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was just necking monsters for like four hours prior to the screen. I think, like, uh, yeah, I just had a Calucasade and yeah. that was fine. That was an incredible cinema experience. Bro. Yeah, it was good. It was a good cinema experience. And I don't know kind of like what will happen to cinemas in the future, but I just can't see it. Especially like small independent run ones why they would show yeah niche films you, you now it's just all going to be and there's nothing wrong with blockbuster nothing wrong with that but it's pushing out all these other films and it's just like you're slowly it's just a slow death it's yeah. a slow horrible death because yeah people just don't want to go yeah and like i say it's the best experience going to cinema can't be yeah no you really can't be it when you're watching an incredible film and for mm. the first time it's just this incredible experience what do you think will happen next year then? So when they all sort of, all these, well, if these films ever do come out, like, is it just going to be chaos? I think, I, think, um, I think what you've just said is what will happen with regards to, like, you were saying about The Invisible Man, how COVID shut it, uh, you know, stopped it, the time it was supposed to be, and they put it on streaming. I think exactly that. I think they played the big, big, big blockbuster films for their whole run, and they put the short ones in for about two weeks and then take them out. Yeah, get that word of mouth going. Yeah. Because like, you think like Invisible Man, everyone was talking about that, yeah. like how great it was. Yeah. And I think you can then pull it away from people and they're like, oh, I might as well just watch yeah. it then. Um, They'll do the same with Halloween as well, won't they? Mm. Like I saw that they've put Halloween 2018 on Netflix in the past couple of weeks. And it's now like um, one of the top on trending on Netflix as well. Mm. So if it's available to people, people will watch it. But it's just so they're going to get off their asses and go to the cinema to mm. actually watch First it. First thing to say, like uh, Halloween, that's not a film I'd go to the cinema and go watch because I'm not a big horror fan. But if that came up for two weeks... And everyone said how incredible it was. And then they put it on streaming. I would probably watch it. Because it would be fresh in my mind. Everyone's talking about it. Mm. 
it's all over the news and it's as we say it's hot right now yeah. so then I'd go oh I might as well just put on for a fiver yeah uh, so I just you know what other horror films coming out next year Conjuring 3 fuck yeah is it, are those the ones that are all the big uh, cinematic universe which horror films are a big cinematic yeah universe? Like they the try nun. yeah the nun and Annabelle and Annabelle 2 and Annabelle they made three Annabelle films and then did Conjuring 1 and 2 and the nun and they're all big cinematic universe they're part of the same universe yeah, yeah. It's like the only successful cinematic universe yeah. after the MCU, isn't yeah. it? But great. the films bomb. The films aren't great. Like Conjuring One and Two are good. Conjuring One's incredible. I heard the Nun's are very good. The Nun is fucking shit. I've got it on Blu-ray over there. Actually. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Nun is shit. Annabelle shit. Annabelle Two's okay. Annabelle Three wasn't great. So it's very hit and miss. Is that the technical term shit? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. thought it was pure <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Patrick Wilson obviously is the uh, main guy in the Conjuring, isn't he? Is that James Wan did that? Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah. He directed the first and second movie. And then he directed Aquaman. So, yeah. you know, there you go. It's all about those connections in yeah. big Hollywood cinema. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, especially say, like, talking like cinema and stuff, um, you have directors like uh, Tarantino, who's mm. all about like cinema as an experience. And I can just see. People won't be sitting for another three hour Tarantino yeah, film anytime soon. People won't want to be doing that. Nope. Even though his films have been actually getting more successful of recent, I can just see that. But I guess, I guess Tarantino changes because he's not an up and coming director. He's making small independent films. He's a well known name who sells films. Yeah. But then, actually, if you look at someone say, a better example would be Scorsese, mm. whose last two films were The Irishman, which was meant to get cinema release, and Paramount completely pulled it. Yeah. And Netflix said they'll make it, and the silent, uh, not the. Just silence, yeah, silence. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Before. I've never seen it. Um, it's the religious one, isn't it? Yeah, it's about um, two Christian priests who go to Japan, and it's quite. I think it's quite a brutal film. Who Andrew Garfield in it? Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver. Apparently, yeah. it's incredible. I do want to watch it. Uh, you know, you see like that. You know, films like that, they're not getting there. I oh, know that did go to cinema. And that bombed. That bombed hard. Well, it's just because it doesn't. It's not like the standard Scorsese movie, is it? Like, no, it's a passion project. Yeah, so. you ass- you you assume Scorsese is making gangster films, really, don't you? Like that is what you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. With the exception of A Walk of Wall Street, but that kind of is a gangster film, though, yeah. in a sense. His films it? are always the same. It's always about starting from the bottom, getting to the top, and then falling back down. Yes. Every single one of his main character arts is always like going to get to the top, and then we're you know everything's mm. going to become too much. We're going to become too self indulgent, and then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but that you know, you say like those two directors are all about cinema. Cinema is this big event, and I think you'll see less and less of kind of those films doing well, and then obviously the move to big blockbusters. I think Tarantino's okay because he has so many fans, and everyone goes see. Yeah, and apparently, he's, he's only making one more film, isn't he? Is it one or two? What's he on now? Oh God, is that nine? Yeah, I think it's nine, right? I, I thought he said he was going to do eleven or something. Like that. Let's have a. Oh, now I'm going to look. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> How many films will... Ta- I think, I'm sure... Because he counts Kill Bill as one. Yeah, Kill Bill as one, yeah. He says he'll only make ten films. Yeah. I think he might be right, actually. I think he might be right. Yeah, I think he said he's only going to do one more. Not that he will. Oh, yeah, one more. Yeah. He'll do more. He won't, yeah, he'll do more. He'll do more. He what? says he wants to become a writer after that. Yeah, well, he's, he, he wrote... Um, um, oh, the vampire movie. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. He also wrote, is it True well, Lies? Wrote, and he wrote all of these films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Not True Lies. You know what I'm talking about. Um, true Romance. True Romance, yeah. Yeah, he sold that script, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. From Dust Till Dawn, in fairness, was like he yeah. starred in it, didn't he? Yeah. And I'm almost certain he wrote parts, or if he, or if not, wrote the whole script to Natural Born Killers as well. He did it? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I t- I just can't see small directors who want to make these like more tiny independent films, say like The Lighthouse and uh, you know Uncut Gems and guys like that. They're just not going to get cinema runs, and people aren't going to enjoy that cinema experience. And it is a great experience going to cinema. It's like really good time to go out for two hours and just kind of. Just enjoy, and I, I think like as well as something that said like 
just the atmosphere, like the screen and the sound is so much better yeah. than just sort of sitting in your in your room or in the living room. All those, it's nice to be comfortable like that. I couldn't imagine watching Endgame or Infinity War or Force Awakens yeah. on my TV at home. Although the TV at home is fine, but it's something to be said about seeing it on that big screen mm-hmm. really, and the colours so more vibrant, yeah. the sound is so much yeah. more in your ears, basically. And even with the uh, you know the more lower budget films, I remember going to the cinema and watching Hereditary, mm. and I watched it. I actually went by myself to watch that film. Yeah. And um, I remember as the final thirty minutes, the final act happens. I just remember just everyone's fucking like, I just how everyone was acting in that cinema. And everyone was shocked, and you could like hear people like whispering to each other and saying mm. stuff. And I'm just there. The biggest grin on my face, <laughs> like fuck yeah, this is so good. Like it's like uh, the lighthouse. Like when I was watching that, I was like, God, I'd love to see this in the cinema. Yeah, it's like even though it's like filmed in that really tight camera yeah. and it's black and white, it's just so vibrant. It's like that is kind of what cinema is all about. Hundred uh, percent. That's kind of everything I've got to say on cinema. Yeah, Why don't we move on to? Oh, you'll be happy to know there's no Ray Fisher news this week. Thank God, because I didn't uh, check. <laughs> I don't think there's been anyway. No, I might, I there's might. never any news. It's always the same shit. Yeah, it is kind of the moment. Just cast. It's all castings and yeah, we're not filming. And no, I mean, is in there's never any news with regards to oh, Ray, Ray Fisher. Fisher. Oh right, yeah. No, no, no. There's plenty of news. No, it's Fisher. always the same rubbish every week. How dare you? Well, I'm sorry. I know it's you'd my, love him. Right? It's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't we talk about some stuff we've been watching? Let's do it. And reading and playing and i forget what this segment's called would you like to start i will start i watched on on saturday i was nursing a very bad hangover oh yeah and um i've been meaning to watch it for ages and it's on netflix so i watched um curse of chucky one of the child's play films haven't seen it is that the, the, like the newest newest one that kept no no it's child's play so, so the newest one's child's play with mark hamill it was the voice play. yeah uh but then before that they did Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky was before that. And they were both like straight DVD films. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think like a load of those films are like straight DVD. Yeah. I've only ever seen like two of those films. Of the Chucky films. Like, They're not the greatest. It's not the greatest horror franchise. No. Nah. It's not. Um, the film was alright. Yeah. It was okay. That's uh, the best. It got me through my hangover. Oh, right. Yeah. So you say it's a cure for a hangover. Yeah, I just massive bowl of pasta, <laughs> yeah. like, put sausages and bacon in it, and I was just sitting here like it was, it was quite a good experience actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, on second thought, was, I'd rather watch my films in my bed yeah, than yeah. the cinema. Now I think about it, like, but no, it was alright. Like, if you guys like horror films and you like the Chucky films and you haven't checked out um, uh, Curse of Chucky, I'd, uh, I'd recommend Netflix, it. Right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah, uh, I watched uh, the Gentleman, the Guy Ritchie film. Ah, oh, meaning to watch it. Is it good? Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it gets a lot of loads of people are like, oh, it's fantastic, and I think that's just people going, oh, it's outrageous characters who say outrageous things, and yeah. for me, that's not like that amazing. Yeah, um, Hugh Grant's pretty good in it. He didn't play a Hugh Grant character; he played a gay private investigator. Cool. Um, it was fine. It was it, it very like old style Guy Ritchie, London gangsters, yeah. and it's yeah if, if you want to watch it sit down watch a film for two hours and on a relax in it, on, a, in it, on the evening and yeah it's a perfect film for that but i think it does get a bit overhyped i don't think it's as good as people say it is just because it's outrageous characters saying see yeah. saying the c word that's what he does isn't it yeah and I, i'm like that doesn't amaze me when they do that because no. like i find so many people when they see and it's not uh, i feel like it's me being a snob but like when people are like oh yeah, it's so funny oh what about when he says this, you know, because like they're saying, oh, you, you black, see you next Tuesday. And I'm like, that's not funny. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's offensive or anything, but I'm not, I don't find that funny for being outrageous, for the sake of being outrageous. And then everyone's like, oh, what a fantastic character. Yeah, I, I get that. I get yeah. that. What do you find funny, Matt? Um, old people well. falling over. Yeah, uh, that just, just gets some me that, that gets you yeah, going. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that makes yeah. me funny. Well, it's like, um, I always say, like, uh, Afterlife by Ricky Gervais I don't I don't find that funny that just because he called a ginger boy fat ginger I agree and a c word I agree no I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you I'm, I'm so, and, I'm and so everyone, with you man. I see it all on Twitter I was like oh, show. Like, and then it's like all the memes like, oh, he called him this and I'm like that's not funny being yeah, outrageous agree. for the sake of being outrageous is not funny I agree with you 
like something like Always Sunny, of course, is funny, yeah, because it's outrageous. But the but the joke isn't on. It isn't about like oh look at this outrageous thing I said. It's the reaction to the outrageous yeah. thing where the characters act. Yeah. 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 In that they see nothing wrong with yeah, the, outra- done. the yeah. outrageous thing. Yeah, you're not supposed to be on their side. You're supposed to be against them. But with like these, like with Ricky Gervais and Afterlife, and like it's it's a big different. Exa- I know they're not exactly the same, but like this, the gentleman, it's like oh, like uh, Colin Farrell plays the coach. He's calling a gypsy a pikey, and he's he calls the the black guy black c word. And he's like trying to explain how that's like okay, and everyone's like, ha ha ha, isn't that funny? I'm like, but if that was always sunny, it would be the it wouldn't be the character who's saying it who you're signing would be against him because yeah. that's outrageous and you shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. But yeah, gentleman was fine. Yeah. Gentleman was it, it was good. It was I like Guy Ritchie's gangster films. They they're always entertaining, and it was entertaining. It was fun. And yeah, I enjoyed it. I I would watch it again. In fairness. Wicked. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I watched uh, Spurs beat Man United six no, times. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're talking um, about really football. <laughs> uh, I played more of this, The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, give a. Re- I I I um I dived into this. I played about three hours of this at the weekend. Oh really? It's very. I haven't played lots of it. I probably in total must have done about five six hours of game time now. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome game. Yeah. Yeah, really like. I at the moment I'm actually preferring it to the first one. Oh wow! Genuinely, that's a statement. I think it's really, really, really good. Yeah, I, well, I've, I've heard people do mixed things. Even though it's got incredible reviews, I see like fans do mixed things about Last of Us Part 2. I, 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 I can't say anything but good things about it at the moment. Fair enough. Genuinely, yeah. still need to play Last of Us Part 1. You do, man. And I've got it at home. Just sitting there. It's a very good game. I haven't even start, I haven't finished Arkham City yet because I haven't played that in ages. Oh, really? I became Catwoman. I thought, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> I wanted to be Batman. It was like, I can't uh, remember playing as Catwoman. You play for us a bit. It was like uh, in um, oh, fuck yeah. it's a day long legs. Is that day long? Oh no, they're coming out now. Oh god, no, he flew away. He beat me. Where's <laughs> yeah. he gone? Where's he gone? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I keep an eye out for it. Oh, yeah, just stay positive. Um, <laughs> it was like in Spider Man when I was playing that game, and like every now and again you have to beat Mary Jane. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that 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 fucking annoyed me because she was like the journalist, wasn't she? And she had to like go. Oh, that that was frustrating as hell. And you yeah. had to like be undetected. Yeah. Oh, no, I've bought a Spider-Man game. I just want to punch people. Yeah, I don't want to play as Mary Jane. Yeah, and yeah. swing about. Yeah. Like, and then like when they used to do like the uh, little side games where you have to like solve the puzzle. Yeah. I was like, no, I will skip this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. What did you uh, make of the trailer for the Miles Morales? I watched it. You haven't seen it? No, it's no. pretty good. It's pretty cool. Will you buy a new PlayStation 5? I'll thing? probably buy a PS5, but I'll have to wait to see what games come out. The only one off the top of my head for that is Miles Morales. Is that when is, is that being released? When they release PS Five? Not sure. If I complete this, yeah, I'll buy the PS Five and complete that. When you complete that, yeah, two, fair enough. I'm not going to be buying that until that's completed. So probably in about six years. Yeah, yeah. in a few years then when yeah. PS Six <laughs> yeah. comes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have almost finished reading Batman Year One. Oh, cool. Because I thought I'd read that. You jump back on that in time. Or the Batman, which comes out in 2030, probably. Yeah. I thought you read Year One before. No, no, no. I've read the Robin Year One. Okay. I've never read Batman Year One. It's really good, actually. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, uh, it's it, it remind me a lot of like uh, Batman Begins. Like, obviously, he comes back to the country, and that's what starts this. Bruce Wayne comes back in. It's fo- it focuses mostly on uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. He's lieutenant at this time, and. Instead of, because, like, I always found, like, he seemed, like, physically a bit inept in the Dark Knight films. In this, he's, like, shown to be, like, he's a brawler. And he, yeah. he can, he can, he can stand in a fight. Like, he gets uh, beaten up by a load of police officers because he's obviously not corrupt. So then he corners one, like, the biggest, toughest one who's adept in martial arts. And he beats him up as a message. Yeah. to all the other police officers to basically not fuck with him and yeah it's really good and they, and they kind of allude to commission, uh, Lieutenant Gordon has kind of like a dark dark past and maybe he's actually done a few bad things yeah. that he shouldn't have been done he's trying to get back to being you know a straight edge uh, police officer and then obviously uh, Bruce Wayne is just kind of learning 
sort of how to be on the streets and what to do and how to handle themselves. So cool. it is really good. I've almost almost finished. I've got one more issue which cool. I haven't got around to. I get the impression that um, obviously Matt Reeves casting uh, is it Jeffrey Wright? Yeah, yeah. I get I get the impression that that is the they're going for a more brawling type yeah. of character than the. Uh, he's supposed to be like a yeah. really big guy. Yeah. He's supposed to be able to handle himself. Even J.K. Simmons' character, although he was only in it for a minute, you know that that was the intention they were going for quite a hard uh, sort of like. Poor guy. Did poor all the, guy. He did yeah. all that work. Remember that picture that came out of him? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely ripped. Yeah. Remember that photo? Like fucking hell, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then he was literally in the film for a minute. Yeah, yeah, not even. It's just crazy, isn't it? I feel really bad for him. Yeah. I, must so I wonder if he'll be. We haven't even spoke about him. I wonder if he'll be in the, more in the Snyder Cut. Yeah, but why would you get in such good shape? He'd be like, "You got to hire a trainer. You got to be on a new, this nutrition plan for the next year." Yeah, he's fucking using one minute of the film. Like, God, even in that, in maybe he was. A maybe he was in preparation for um, the new Spider-Man film while he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What. Five years, <laughs> yeah. Four and a half years ago. Yeah, he knew that cameo was coming. I need to look decent for this. <laughs> oh yeah, I wonder if he would be in it. Be in it He's got to be in it. I, yeah, but how would be in much more? How yeah. much more can he be in it? I want to see him fight Paradigma. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. Fight on the dark side. <laughs> Not dark side. I want. I want that. You know, when the clip from five thousand years ago, when Dark Side lifts his hammer. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, I want. <laughs> yeah. Commissioner Gordon to be the one fighting <laughs> five thousand years ago. <laughs> That's like actually I meant to I meant to mention it to you, I might as well mention it to you now. Go on. I didn't realise in the Snyder Cut trailer, uh, you know it starts with Darkseid's got this big hammer and he pulls it up, swings it down, goes mm. throws him to the ground. That was in the film. It was Steppenwolf though that did it. Oh. Yeah. So they superimposed him on top of Darkseid. Oh. But yeah, that's that opening shot of the trailer. Do you, do you kind of remember? Yeah, it? yeah I kind of. It's yeah, like yeah. you know that five thousand years ago scene. Yeah, that was supposed to be Dark Side with Steppenwolf, and when Steppenwolf goes like that with the big hammer and throws it down to the ground, that's now been replaced with Dark Side. So it looks mm. like it was all along supposed to be Dark Side. Interesting. Is it? I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for humouring me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, I don't know. Um, I watched a couple more episodes of All Sunny. Oh yeah, well, what season? Uh, I've, I've, I've literally just started, but well, I haven't started yet. I just finished season two. Oh, bloody hell. So I'm season three now. Did you ever read uh, All Star Superman? No. Okay. I read uh, the first volume. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You've had that. I just couldn't get into it, mate. Oh, God. Yeah, but you've got to read a couple yeah, of I issues know, in one go. I'm not really much of a reader anymore forgotten how to read them yeah yeah pretty much um i did watch something but i haven't watched the second episode yet but i watched cobra kai the first oh you're talking about this yeah, yeah yeah i watched cobra kai i really liked it oh cool it's got it's got like a cool charm to it it's like because the first season was on youtube red oh really you know that they had that like their streaming service to rival netflix and all that mm. uh, and now it's been picked up by netflix shows how well the series is done yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Uh, it was all set. It was all mostly just focused on uh, Billy Zabka, who was the villain in Karate Kid. Karate Kid's one of my favourite films. Really? Ever. I love Karate Kid. What a film. Good film. Yeah, it's an incredible film. Uh, yeah, it just mostly focuses on him. He's like washed up. He has like no life. He's got a kid he never sees. And the hero from Karate Kid's become quite successful. He's a car dealership. And now old rivalries spark up. I don't know why you still have a rivalry in your like mid 50s uh, <laughs> with someone in a rivalry when you were like 15 yeah that's 40 years on but whatever kind of is what it is yeah and they like they play it off like it's been harboring on his mind this whole time and I'm like surely you can get over it like <laughs> yeah. 40 years it's on it's mate like yeah, 35 years yeah, ago yeah you like, got yeah. beaten in a karate tournament it's not that big a deal <laughs> uh, so yeah uh, anything else was that I'll tell you something I want to say to you obviously uh I know you're not really a horror fan, um, but obviously Halloween's coming up. Mm. I thought you might, you know, do me the honours of allowing us to have a Halloween sort of show one of these days. Uh, maybe. I'll think about it. <laughs> We're not getting that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting that. I run this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we will do it. All right, we will do it. If anyone's got any suggestions of any topics you'd like yes. us to do with regards to Halloween, please feel free to uh, 
Well, there you go. That segues way up. Go on. You, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, but always follow us on what's the topic on Twitter. I think it's what's the underscore topic. I never remember. Yeah. There's an underscore in it somewhere. I guarantee it. There is somewhere. Uh, follow me on Jasper Reviews and Luke at Luke Fialk on Twitter. Uh, and that's the episode, I think. It yeah. is. I think that's everything. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you.